We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Wednesday, October the 30th, 2019. On today's show, I give my best bet for South Carolina Vanderbilt. Also, SEC gambling picks as we go into week 10 of the SEC season. I also have some news and notes to get to, including Will Muschamp's weekly presser and a really interesting comment he made and my takes on it in regards to his involvement in the South Carolina Gamecocks offensive game plan. Uh, before we get to everything, this is a podcast brought to you by our friends, over at Manscaped. Manscaped, number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped, they offer precision-engineered tools for your family. Jules, guys, you've heard me talk about in the last couple of shows. I've used the products directly. I've used them myself. Everyone needs this Manscaped product in their rotation of products they use. We've all been there, right? You're doing your manscaping. You're doing your daily grooming routine. You get a cut. You get a nick. It's the worst possible thing that can happen. It burns. It hurts. It bleeds out like freaking crazy. Manscaped is your solution all-in-one care package to that. Manscaped has actually redesigned the electric trimmer. Guys, throw out your old trimmer. For one, don't use the same trimmer on your your face as you do your nuts. That's absolutely disgusting. But throw out your old trimmer. Manscaped's got a brand-new electric trimmer. They've redesigned the electric trimmer, the Lawnmower 2.0. This thing is legendary, guys. It's a must-have. Like I said, this thing is an absolute must-have. I've used it myself, the Lawnmower 2.0. It's got proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer will not nick or snag your nuts, simply put. Manscaping accents are a thing of the past. They've also got the Crop Preserver, which is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits, right? Now, why not put deodorant on the smelliest part of your body. Guys, if you go to manscaped.com right now, use the promo code Gamecocks, you're going to get 20% off plus free shipping. Guys, I already talked about before, this is a great gift idea as well. Ladies, if you're listening to this show right now, you want to get your man something for Christmas, you feel like maybe he needs to he needs to improve his manscaping abilities a little bit. This is a perfect thing to have under the tree. Fellas, if you're trying to get a gift for one of your buddies or if you just want to get this splurge and get it for yourself, obviously the holidays are coming up. We've got Black Friday. We've got Christmas coming up. This is a great gift to give someone. Again, you don't ever want to not be groomed. That's disgusting. Don't be groomed. Shave your pubes. Shave your nuts. Make sure you're looking right for your lady. Whether you got a girlfriend, a wife, maybe it's just a girl you like and you want to impress her. Make sure you're looking right. You're looking on point. Always you use the right tools for the job. Again, that's our friends over at Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code GAMECOCKS, G-A-M-E-C-O-C-K-S. Use that promo code GAMECOCKS. You're going to get 20% off. Plus, get free shipping. Take it from me, guys. Used it myself personally. 
It's amazing. It's a must-have. Manscaped.com, promo code Gamecocks, 20% off, free shipping. Your balls will thank you. All right, let's get into it. I'm Chris Phillips, your host of the Spurs Up Show, as always. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Got a packed show, obviously, talking some gambling, best bet, SEC gambling picks, and then my take on some of the comments from Will Muschamp's weekly presser on Tuesday afternoon. Before we get into everything, do have a couple of housekeeping items to get to. First thing, a quick announcement. As of today, Wednesday, October the 30th, 2019, I have been informed this, so if you go there and you're not there, do not blame me. But I have been informed as of today, October the 30th, the Spurs Up Show merchandise is in Palmetto Moon. We have officially hit stores. Go check it out if you live near Palmetto Moon. If you just want to go check it out, obviously I'll be you know looking at everything, going to the one here locally in Columbia. But you want to go check it out officially as of Wednesday. The Spurs Up Show merchandise is going to be in stores at Palmetto Moon and I believe probably on the website as well. So obviously a huge day, huge day for the business. This thing has finally come to fruition after you know a fairly – not too long of a process, but a fairly long process. Obviously, I've been anxiously awaiting this day. So really, really cool stuff. I know a lot of you guys have been asking me, when are the, when are the shirts getting there? When's the merchandise getting there? Today. It's starting today. Absolutely awesome stuff. Go check it out. Uh, one other thing that I want to mention to you guys, and it's something that I was uh, maybe a little bit hesitant to bring up, but something, you know what, I figured, why not? Let's bring it up. So if you guys probably know, I integrated over from one hosting platform to another, and I'm going to keep bringing this up on the show uh, just to make you guys aware, but integrated to a platform called Red Circle, um, which again, really doesn't mean anything to you guys. It's more of something that's on the back end, but they actually have um, a tipping feature, tipping feature available on there. So obviously, as you guys know, I don't charge for my content. This is not Patreon. This is not something where you're paying for content. You have to pay for certain shows, but, but, and my content will continue to remain free because I'd rather go the sponsorship and the merchandise route versus charging you guys for content. I like making this stuff available to the consumer, thinking about the consumer in that manner. I like making it available to you guys. But they do have a feature on Red Circle. And if you just are listening to the podcast, if you kind of scroll down in the description, you'll see the link in there, support this podcast or something like that. You guys now have the ability, if you so choose, again, completely optional. You don't have to at all. Um, but you have the option if you want to, there's a tipping feature. You can either do a one-time tip or you can set it to be like a monthly recurring thing. If you want to give anything to the Spurs Up show, support the calls, help the calls, you have that option. Just wanted to make you guys aware of it. Again, you absolutely do not have to, and I will never charge for content. I will never put any of our content behind a paywall, but I wanted to make you guys aware in case there, anyone's, there is anyone out there who wanted to help support the calls and say thank you or whatever, whatever you guys want to do. So again, just wanted to make you aware just wanted to make you aware there's a tipping feature. And uh, if you do tip, please let me know. I, I would love to uh, shout you guys out or whatever. I mean, I, I obviously appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. But um, just want to make you aware of that. So a big day. Um, all right, let's get into it. SEC gambling picks and the best bet for South Carolina Vanderbilt. Um, <clears throat> obviously missed badly on my pick last week with South Carolina. I had the under in that game. And the Gamecocks defense failed to show up, <laughs> which was a surprise to all of us, I think. But uh, – South Carolina Vandy, Gamecocks in this one, so interesting. Open up as a 16-point favorite in this one. That line has since dropped down. South Carolina minus 15 and a half. 
Over-under set at 50 and a half. I know me personally, I was stunned, flat-out stunned to see the Gamecocks open as such a big favorite. I mean, I understand that, you know, South Carolina returns home, night game. You would think they're due for a bounce-back game after two performances, which, again, I know – you know, Florida was a top 10 team, but a really bad performance coming off the road. You would think South Carolina's due to sort of bounce back and have a good game. But I mean, we're talking about a Vanderbilt team that beat Missouri, is coming off of a bye week. South Carolina seems to always have a weirdly tough game with these guys outside of last year, where I thought South Carolina, you know, handled that game pretty much from the opening snap. But 16 is a big number, man. 16 feels like a really, really big number. Again, over under set at 50 and a half. You know, when I take a look at this one, um, I think, you know, everyone jumps, you know, to that number. Everyone jumps on, you know, we ran the poll, what's the best bet in this game? And everyone's jumping on the plus 16, Vanderbilt plus 16. And obviously, I think a lot of that has to do with the effect. Obviously, the last time that we saw South Carolina out on the football field, they looked terrible. They looked miserable against Tennessee. And you're thinking, God, can South Carolina beat anybody by 17 points at this point? That that was the first thought I had. Like, my goodness, to have, you know, I thought a fair line in this one probably would have been 10 or 11. So for me to see 16, I thought it was just a crazy number. But I will warn you, I will warn you in this football game, this feels like that weird game where South Carolina does bounce back and gets a big win, and it would not shock me. It wouldn't totally shock me to see South Carolina come out, energize. It should be a good crowd at Williams-Brice. It's homecoming. You know, I expect a a capacity crowd at Williams-Brice night game. Would not shock me to see South Carolina come out and play really, really, really well and cover that number and win this game by, say, 17 points. Like a, you know, a a 31 to 14 type of game does not, I don't think is out of the realm of possibility. With that being said, the the number that I like in this one, you know, you take a look. I've gotten burned with South Carolina in their last couple games giving the under. I'm going to take the over. You know, from what I've seen from South Carolina's defense, Vandy does have some very capable pieces on the offensive side. Um, I know they've kind of shuffled in on a quarterback a little bit, but they've got a great running back, some really good wide receivers, really, really good tight end. This is a Vanderbilt offense that has some playmakers and a Gamecocks defense that, man, just two weeks ago I was saying I'm a real big believer in these guys. I think they'll play well. (laughs) And they've struggled. They reverted right back to going back to that South Carolina defense that we saw earlier in the season that we really felt like didn't have any clue. So I think Vanderbilt will be able to move the football a little bit. But I think South Carolina, not to give away my prediction early, I think they're going to win this football game. Do they cover that number? I don't know. But, again, I would not put all my eggs in that basket simply because I could see this being a bounce-back game for Carolina where they come out, again, the game's at night, you're in front of your home crowd. I could see them playing really well um, and maybe getting a late score to get a backdoor cover or something like that. But the over 50-and-a-half, the over 50-and-a-half in this football game to me is stealing money. I, I just think that Vanderbilt, again, has got some playmakers South Carolina, I think, again, you would think they're due for a bounce-back game offensively. Ryan Helinski absolutely due to come out and have a good game. The Gamecocks have obviously got great weapons on the outside with Brian Edwards and Shai Smith. Those two guys should have big games against Vanderbilt. I like the over. I think over 15-and-a-half against an easy play here. I think both teams score. I think South Carolina obviously outlasts Vanderbilt. Again, not to give my prediction away early, but, I mean, let's just face it. South Carolina, I mean, if you lose this one at home, we got a lot bigger issues that we're talking about next week. But I like the over 50 and a half. Again, I would say be careful going all in. If you're thinking about betting the mortgage on Vanny plus 16, be careful. This feels like the type of trap game where South Carolina will play much better than we all expect and will cover in this one Saturday night. 
Again, I'd love to see him cover, obviously. But the over 15 and a half to me, the safe play. Take that over and count up your winnings on Sunday morning. All right. <clears throat> SEC gambling picks. Went three and two last week. 34, 31, and three overall in the 2019 season. What can I say? I'm consistent. Just barely above 500. Um, had an okay week last week. Was close to you know a four and one or even five and zero oh week. But 34, 31, and three is where we sit. Let's break the bookie. Let's have a good week. Hey, if we keep having winning weeks, I think all of you will take it. But I want to see that undefeated week. This is the week right here. We're going undefeated. We're going to start in College Station, Texas A&M against UTSA. A&M a 38 and a half point favorite. Over under set at 53. I know that line is scary, but UTSA is a bad football team. Take Texas A&M minus 38 and a half. They will cover at home. Florida versus Georgia, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Probably the game of the week. Georgia, a six-and-a-half point favor, over-under set at 45-and-a-half. You know, this one is really, really interesting because I feel like everybody's going to be piling on Florida. You know, Georgia coming out uh, or has looked has really looked bad their last two games. You know, lost to South Carolina and then, you know, and I beat Kentucky in a game where it was 0-0 late in the third quarter. You know, everybody's piling on Florida, I feel like, which is exactly why I'm going to lay the six-and-a-half with Georgia. I think the dogs – I think they get their shit together. I think they bounce back. I think they realize it's a game. Georgia, I mean, this, this game is basically for the SEC East. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I think Georgia bounces back. I think they cover the six and a half. I think, I don't think Florida's overrated necessarily, but I still do have the feeling that they are not on Georgia's level as of yet. I think the dogs come out with a chip on their shoulder wanting to prove they are the team to beat in the SEC East. I think they win this football game. Win it by a touchdown. We barely cover, but I think take Georgia minus six and a half here. The public loves Florida, which tells me to fade them and go with Georgia. Uh, Arkansas versus Mississippi State. Mississippi State a seven-point favorite. Over-under set at 58. Give me Mississippi State minus seven. I think Arkansas is a bad team. I I know what Chad Morris said this week. He basically guaranteed victory over Mississippi State. I don't see it. Give me the Bulldogs to cover minus seven, even being on the road. Uh, Auburn Ole Miss, Auburn a 20-point favorite, over-under set at 52-and-a-half. You know, this one, I wanted to take Auburn to cover because I don't think Ole Miss is very good. But coming off an emotional game in Tiger Stadium in Death Valley against LSU, I think this one could be closer than the experts think, but I do like the over 52-and-a-half. I think both offenses have a really good day. Ole Miss, not a very good team, but they can score the football. Uh, Auburn, I think, will have a good day on offense at home, and I like the over 52-and-a-half there. Tennessee UAB, the last game on the slate. UT, a 12-point favorite. Over-under set at 47.5. Give me UAB here. Sneaky, sneaky game here. Give me UAB plus 12. Number one, I'm not a believer in Tennessee just because they beat South Carolina. That says nothing to me. Number two, UAB, sneaky good football team. Very, very sneaky good football team. Hence why this line is only 12. I think Tennessee coming off the emotional win last week. I'm not saying they're going to get full of themselves, but – Maybe he doesn't come out quite as fast. Maybe he doesn't come out and plays, plays really as well as they did against South Carolina. Give me UAB to cover. I think Tennessee wins this football game, but I think it's closer than everybody thinks. Give me UAB plus 12. Uh, all right, let's move into the Will Muschamp weekly presser on Tuesday afternoon. I really want to focus on one thing, and it was one comment that Will Muschamp had, and if you saw on social media, I had some comments about it. I want to talk to you guys about it. So, Pretty much par for the course. Will Muschamp, Tuesday Presser, nothing crazy. But he made one comment that I almost fell out of my chair when I heard. I'll be completely honest with you. Um, he said, and, and he was talking about the offense and how much involvement he has in the offense. 
Quote, depending on what side of the ball is on the field is generally the side of the headsets that I'm on. At halftime, we're able to go through some things that I might be able to see from a defensive perspective that I just tell Brian, quote, these are things that I'm seeing. Uh, they're, in the, they're in middle field coverage. This is what they're doing. This is the matchup they're trying to get, yada, yada, yada. On paper, you know, when you hear that, I know there's some of you that think, no big deal, whatever, he's the head coach, you're involved. But, guys, think about this. Why on God's green earth does Will Muschamp have any involvement whatsoever with the offensive game plan? I understand he's the head coach. But this is what I've been talking about for weeks now, is that I don't understand how Brian McClendon can look like a genius one week and an idiot the next. And I thought to myself, I feel like Will Muschamp has got his fingerprints all over this offensive game plan, maybe even more so than we're willing to admit. And this quote basically exactly says that. I mean, listen, whatever Will Muschamp's done in the past, and this is not a small sample size like, oh, here's a couple of games. This is his, set, what, seventh, eighth year as a head coach? He's never had a good offense. He's never had a consistently good offense. And so you're telling me now, you're telling me now that he's saying that he's all in, he's on the headset to the offense. Like, let Brian McClendon do his thing. Hey, hand the, Will Muschamp, hand the keys over to Brian McClendon. Because I can tell you this, this is just what he's telling us. If you guys think that Will Muschamp's not in those meeting rooms of Brian McClendon wanting to set up the offensive scheme and what he wants to do, and why is he at all involved with it? I said before the season, the biggest thing Will Muschamp needed to do was be more of a CEO, more of a facilitator. Let his coordinators work. If you truly believe that you have two of the best up-and-comers, both offensively and defensively, working for you at the coordinator positions in Brian McClendon and Travis Robinson, why, why are you stepping on their toes here? Why are you not letting Brian McClendon and Dan Warner handle this? Because you have proven yourself as incompetent on the offensive side of the football. And some of you fired back today and said, you know, he's one of the best defensive coaches in the country. Like, he should give his feedback on what defense they're playing. Well, for a guy whose defense is bottom third of the league, maybe he shouldn't. Maybe he shouldn't be giving that feedback. So, because – I wanted to bring it up because there's a lot of people out there, and it's fair, fair criticism that Brian McClendon should be let go, that South Carolina should go throw some money to more veteran OC and get somebody who knows how to call plays. I, hey, listen, I'm on board with that. You can't get the job done, and Will Muschamp's definitely not going anywhere. Something's got to change, right? I, I'm on board with that. But what I would warn you is that it feels like it's going to be rinse, repeat, do it all over again. I mean, no OC has had success under Will Muschamp. And this isn't his first offensive coordinator. It's not even his second. It's his third. It's his fourth. It'll be his fifth. I, I mean, this team, and you watch these games, it has the fingerprints of Will Muschamp all over it offensively. It looks just like the teams at Florida. And, again, I know some of you think I may be over, overreacting to this quote. It's just one quote. It is what it is. But, to me, it shows a bigger – lying issue is that Will Muschamp cannot just let his guys work, cannot let Brian McClendon do his thing. Because again, it makes no sense to me. It makes no logical sense that one week, Brian McClendon's a genius. He's, he's putting together this fantastic game plan. The offense looks in rhythm. Everything looks good. And the next week, it's just, it's, it's, it's just, you're like, who is this guy? It feels like somebody different's calling plays. 
And so, again, this is just what Will Muschamp is telling us about his involvement with the offense. I mean, we don't know. And, I mean, he talks about in this quote, you know, you know, at halftime we're going to go through some things, you know, make some adjustments. Well, South Carolina got shut out 24 nothing at half at Tennessee. And, listen, I don't know for a fact that, you know, he told him to call this or made a, adjustments, but it's scary to hear that. Like, Will Muschamp, we know – everyone knows – your track record on the offensive side of the football. Let Brian McClendon do his thing, bro. Let him do his thing. Why are you getting involved? You're a defensive guy. I understand he knows the game of football. I understand that. But we're talking about a man that's never had success on that side of the ball. Ever. Why is he getting involved here? What OC worth his snuff is going to want to come work for this man? I talked about over the weekend, Will Muschamp, it feels like that's where quarterbacks go to die. It's where offensive coordinators go to die. What OC worth a damn is going to want to come work under him? And the only I, – I, I still believe, for all the crap or everything, God, if Will Muschamp would just back off, let his OC do his thing, I think the offense could have success. Like, I, I'm not totally on board that Brian McClendon's the number one problem. Like, I think if you get rid of BMAC, you're not sniffing the problem. The problem is Will Muschamp in that regard. I couldn't believe he said that. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Because, again, you, you know, you, uh, there's been an – trend with Will Muschamp as a head coach. And, it's again, it's not a small sample size. It's not just, oh, well, you're going off nine games this season or eight games or whatever. No, this is, this is what, year seven, year eight of his head coaching tenure? This is year eight. He's never had a good offense, ever. He's never had a consistently good offense. And, I mean, there are – trust me, there are bigger issues at South Carolina. I mean, hell, the defense isn't good. I mean, that's a much bigger issue in my mind. But that quote just – it blew me away. I, I couldn't believe he's, like, he's admitting how involved he is in the offensive game plan. Let, let, the, let the offensive guys handle it, man. That ain't your side of the ball. You think Steve Spurrier dabbled in defense? No. Muschamp, let, let BMAC – because here's the thing. You're also not – like, if BMAC's really just not good enough, that's fine. Get rid of him. But to hear that Muschamp's having impact on what plays he's calling or what they're doing or how they're attacking, it's like BMAC's not even getting a fair shake of the stick here. So, again, you know, maybe I'm looking too far into it. If you disagree with me, that's completely fine. We can have banter. We can disagree. I just know that when I heard the quote, I was shocked. I was shocked because I really thought that Muschamp had kind of reined back, been more of the CEO not been necessarily involved in the game plan and not trying to tell Brian McClendon what to do as far as what plays to run. And, you know, I understand giving him insight and, oh, they're running this coverage or, you know, he's a defensive guy, so he can tell him, hey, here's what they're doing. But if Brian McClendon on his own can't realize that, why is he in that position? Why is he the OC? That's some, like, that's some shit you should be able to do as the OC. Why is Dan Werner not helping him along, telling him that? doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, man. So, again, that quote threw me off. Other than that, it was pretty standard par for the course. Um, wrapping up here, one more thing. Uh, South Carolina Gamecocks basketball team has an exhibition on Wednesday. We'll be doing a full basketball preview 
on Thursday's show. Um, also have a full basketball preview article coming out sometime this week as well, so stick around for that. I'm very, very excited for basketball season. It may not be Thursday's show. I take that back. I don't know which show it'll be. I'm trying to find a spot where it'll work where, you know, if you put it on the Monday, Thursday shows, that show is going to run to be like two hours, and I don't want that. I'm trying to shorten the shows to make them easier for you guys to listen to. But there will be a basketball preview coming at some point, I promise. So, um, again, we can disagree. We can agree to disagree. It's not a big deal. This is sports, guys. Let's not, like, blow up or anything. But that quote from Muschamp scares me a little bit. Like, just Muschamp, pull back the reins. Let, let Brian McClendon do his thing. If he's not the guy, you can always let him go. But let him do his thing. Let him get a fair shake. Don't have your hands because you've already been – I mean, this is a team, going back to it, this is a team that's already been criticized of taking its foot off the gas pedal, getting conservative. Like, is that Brian McClendon or is that Will Muschamp? Who is it? So, anyways, appreciate you guys tuning in. I want to say one last thing really quickly. If you do need tickets to Saturday's game, I want to give a quick shout-out to our friends over at SeatGeek. SeatGeek, the best ticket-buying app by far, the only ticket-buying app I use, the only one I'd recommend. Again, guys, Saturday's homecoming. If you need tickets to Saturday's football game, also if you need tickets to the App State game, it's a night game, thank goodness. If you're going to College Station, the Clemson game, whatever game you need tickets to, use our friends over at SeatGeek. Use the promo code SPURSUP. Go download the app or go to SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code SPURSUP. You're going to get $20 off your first purchase. Guys, the tickets, honestly, already look, they're pretty cheap to Vandy and App State already anyways. Use, use that promo code. You're going you're gonna to pay like $10 for a ticket. So why would you not do it? Um, again, SeatGeek's had the, got a great ticket rating system for you where they really do all the work for you up front. Um, you know, I mean, I know when I go in there and I use them, I know exactly what type of deal I'm getting. I know I'm going to get the best bang for my buck. They literally tell you on the app, hey, this is a good deal, or hey, maybe you shouldn't buy those tickets. This is not the best deal. They're trying to rip you off. They also sell tickets to literally anything and everything else, from concerts, comedy club events. MLB, NHL, NFL, NBA, you know, anything you can think of, anything you need tickets to, SeatGeek's going to got it, or they're going to have it. So, again, that's our friends over at SeatGeek. Go download the SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code SPURSUP, S-P-U-R-S-U-P, to save $20 off your first purchase. Guys, appreciate you tuning in. As always, I am Chris Gold the Spurs Up Show, and we will catch you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance.
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.